Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hello, we have another great episode of Mama Said for you today. We have the wonderful Sarah Hat, lip treatment extraordinaire, and she's here to talk to us all about the balance between work and family life and the often gendered conversation around the subject. She talks about what it's like to go through a divorce with a young child and her experiences as a single mom. She is such an incredibly inspiring businesswoman and human, and she also discusses the ways that it isn't a mother's job to protect your child from pain, but to how to walk them through it. I know you will love this conversation as much as Jen and I love to have it. Um, but before that, we would like to thank Progressive because support for today's episode comes from Progressive Insurance. Fun fact, Progressive customers qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up for Progressive Auto Insurance. Discounts for things like enrolling in automatic payments, insuring more than one car, going paperless, and of course, being a safe driver. Plus, customers who bundle their auto with home or add renter's insurance save an average of 12% on their auto. There are so many ways to save when you switch. And once you're a customer with Progressive, you get unmatched claim service with 24-7 support online or by phone. It's no wonder why more than 20 million drivers trust Progressive and why they've recently climbed to the third largest auto insurer in the country. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. Auto insurance from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Home and renter's insurance not available in all states. Provided in service by affiliate and third-party insurers. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna. Welcome to another episode of... Mama said. <laughs> uh, how we doing, Jenna? Um, good. I'll just get right into it, shall I? Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. So, I had a big fail last night. Okay. And um, and I'm not. I was so fucking mean to Milo at bedtime. I don't know how this happened, but now we lay with him while he goes to sleep. Oh, it's the most annoying. It's- it was all of a sudden, two months later, we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, this can't happen anymore because usually he goes to bed pretty fast. And so like, I don't mind, but like last night it took him over two and a half hours and I oh. just got, progr- and he kept moving and every move he made, I got really fucking annoyed. Ah. I was just like, I can't do this anymore, Milo, I'm leaving. So I would leave and then I pretend to lock his door and I would like hold the door and be like, it's locked. And you'd be like, Fine. And then I was like, Jenna, you're being mean. Jenna, you're being mean. And then I had flashes in my head, like, God, for, there are, you know, I'm just being yeah. completely honest. Like, there are people yeah. who have like, lost their children and you're screaming at yours. And that's what goes through my head. And it, it, I'm a monster and then I'm sad and then I'm emotional and then I become a monster again. Finally, I was like, look, Milo, get in my bed, which is even worse. <laughs> And I laid with him and I kind of apologized. And then when he, I was just really mean, like Neil was downstairs. He was like, 
you are really, really mean. And I was like, it's been two and a half hours and I'm hungry and I'm tired. And I told that to Milo. I said, we're starting tomorrow with, we'll sit outside his room, but no one's sleeping with him in his bed anymore. This is, we've created a monster for no reason. I don't even know how this happened. Um, anyway, when you woke up in the morning, I apologized to him and, um, he was, it, it almost seemed like he had like this really nervous energy and he couldn't fall asleep and he kept moving, ended up giving him, I've never done this, a, a little melatonin thing, a Zerbe's melatonin. I don't know if it worked or he was just after crying, he was pooped. But anyway, that's that. I woke up and I apologized to him and I explained to him that this can't happen again and I have so much work to do and I can't be in his bed for two and a half hours, blah, blah, blah. So it was like the, a, a fail into a win and- yeah. uh, that's it. What about you? Honestly, Jenna, that's like the realest real, like the whole time you were telling that story, it was like, you could have been telling one about me. I have completely done that. I've completely been there at the end of a day, the level of frustration. And then when they're fighting you in bedtime and you just want to have your time to eat and back out, I have been as mean as it comes and then felt as remorseful as you can be. So I totally hear you. And you did turn it into a win. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Um, all right. So for me, uh, let's see. My win is I found I have found now um, a couple of things in afternoons for Bo to do some outside social distance stuff. Like a science class. I found him a soccer class. So he has like things to look forward to, and he's seeing other children again. So it's oh great to have that for him. Yeah, mail is not really like my fault, but so. Yesterday, I drove, was driving Jack to school. I had my whole day planned. I was going to be running a bunch of errands, whatever, after I dropped him. And, you know, they take their temperature when they get in. And my coolant level is low in my car, and I, like, need to take it for service, whatever. And it's been beeping, beeping, so I didn't turn my AC on. And so it was a little warm. Yeah. I drop him off. He read that he had a temperature. Oh. And let him in school. Oh. was devastated crying in the driveway like gripping my neck with his head he's never done this put buried his head in my shoulder oh no that like he like the teacher was like i'm sorry jack you he was like walking with the lunchbox and she's like you can't come in they understood and believed you but they just couldn't do it which is good which is like the owner of the school called me later and she's like we should have checked it a couple of more times like these are cheap things I'm like, you're doing your job. I can't imagine how hard it is. She's she's like, this is the first time someone had to get sent home. Yeah, what was his temperature? 99. Yeah. But he was, I mean, I've never seen his lip out more. Mm, Poor guy. So I was like, okay, from now on, my car will be 45 degrees on the way to school. Yes. (laughs) Getting him in. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it was just my fail because I was trying to save my coolant level and my poor kid. Uh, well, did the, everyone did the right thing, but that, right thing. that blows but now you know the, how much he loves school so it's fine yes oh, he loves it um, alright well we are going to be right back with our guest Sarah Happ we're talking all about guilt relating to work um, but how also wanting to work can make you a better mom have, we sometimes have to miss events and things but also learning self care um, and the examples we can set for our kids and she's also killing it in the beauty industry and can't wait for you to learn all about her lip products if you don't already know so we'll be right back with Sarah Happ Hey mamas, it's Jenna here and this is your friendly reminder to start shopping for the holidays I think uh, Hanukkah is like December 10th which is seriously around the corner you guys so 
I know buying gifts can be hard. You can scroll all day long through websites and Instagram to find unique gifts, but I have finally found the place you should go. So it is called Beta, and they have everything from e-bikes to scooters to accessories that make your home office more fun to kitchen gadgets that help you prepare amazing meals. They even have beauty and lifestyle lines so you can shop for literally everyone in the family. You guys, they even have kids stuff. So this year, I'm going to be the greatest gift giver of all time, and you can be too. Just use the coupon Mama Said in store or online for $20 off just about anything. Find Beta online at beta.com. That's B8TA.com. That's B, the number eight, TA.com, or at one of their two dozen stores in cities like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Again, you guys, that's Mama Said to get $20 off just about anything. Get it online at beta.com or in store. The stress of daily life weighs on us all, whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. And that's why I have been using for years Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power, and now as quiet as an electric toothbrush because the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that is so quiet, you wonder if it's on. While you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. You guys, it is the only thing that gives me the muscle and tension relief that I need. And let me add, if you don't know what to get somebody for the holidays, this gift will always be a winner. So you can try Theragun for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. Starting at only $199. So go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash mama, theragun.com slash mama. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Our guest today started as a journalism student at USC and worked at ESPN for many years. She found herself to be unmotivated and uninspired, and her entrepreneurial spirit kicked in, and she created the Lip Scrub as a passions project that we all know and love. She grew the business slowly with tenacity and persistence into a multi-million dollar Enterprise. She walked door to door at small exclusive cosmetic shops, bringing the product herself, and nobody can turn it down and fell in love with it. She is an incredible mama. She's an incredible businesswoman. She is a girl's girl. She's a cheerleader for women who lift each other up. We love her, and you will love her too. Please welcome to the show, Sarah Happ. Hi. That was Man. That was a great intro, Jen. Oh, what an yeah. intro. Like, if, if I could have that intro every morning, I would um, um, I would be a kinder person. Oh, what well, I would be. You know Thank what? you. I'll make a voice note of it, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> I'm alarm clock every day. By the way, that's not a bad idea. Like, Wouldn't that be amazing to have- a step in your step and, like, hear, hear an intro about yourself from someone else's, like, voice. Yes. 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 You'd be like, oh, yes. I can do stuff. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Well, maybe we're onto something, Sarah. You're the entrepreneur here. Make it happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I just need that recorded. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna clip that and play it on a loop. Thank you. Great. Hi girls. I'm so oh. excited to be here. We're so so excited. This has been a long time coming, you know, because mom life, mom schedules, things, work life, all that has 
derailed this meeting, but here we are finally. Um, before we get into our very important topic of the day, question for everybody always begins, how are you doing? Sarah, you go first. I am good. Okay. I am good right now. Had you asked me that an hour ago, I had some tears this morning. Mm. Um, just like, you know, those overwhelmed tears of like, uh, like today, today matters. Like there's a lot going on and how am I going to get it all done? Yesterday, nothing mattered and I could have prepared mm -hmm. for today, yeah. but I didn't. So that kind of sense of like, why did I do this to myself? Also, you're both moms. Have you ever had the thought where you're like, if the house was just empty, I could do so much. Yes. Oh, right. Every okay. Day. So that, that was me yesterday. Mm -hmm. The house was empty for me yesterday. I did not do so much. So it was like this beating up. And then I like read about the president and that was really hard. And then I just like flipped the script and I was like, wait a minute. No, there is way more good happening here today than there is bad. And, um, and, and now I'm good. So thank you for asking me that now. An hour ago, there may have been some tears. Okay. You know, I've, I've been in your place many times and like had those moments, you know, like I always see memes and jokes about when you actually have a break and you sit there and for an hour, you're like, should I do the laundry? Should I read a book? Should I do yoga? Should I get on my Peloton? Should I call my friend? And then an hour goes by and you've done nothing. It's very, it's very, it's very overwhelming when you get those moments of peace. And what I try to allow myself is be like, you can't move forward without rest. So I, I allow myself to have those moments where I could have done a shit ton, but I didn't and realized that was actually more productive for my life and my mental and physical health than if I did a hundred things. So I say, I'm glad that you had no one in your house and you did nothing because yes. you needed that. You're yeah. on some Yeah. And, and, and I took oh. a nap. I was in bed for win. like a good three hours. So that's, that's Correct. doing something. Correct. Wow. Did you Thank say you. he took a nap? He did. Oh my God. I, I took so a three hour nap from like noon till three. It's so funny. My I was like, it was like a spa day. Wait, my post yesterday on Instagram was like, can someone please tell me at what age I can just like let my kids do their thing and leave them alone so I could take a midday nap? Like that's now, all Jenna, it's now. It's this age. How old is your, oh, you have a daughter, I yeah, how old's your daughter? I, I don't care. She's six. She's almost seven. Jenna, I don't care if you're 12 or if you're 85. A nap and putting the children somewhere else and giving them an iPad is the answer. Yeah. One, but my kids are two and four. Six. Yeah. Once Bo turned around six. Okay, so like. Video games and lay down. Or can you put them in bed with you and will they watch an iPad in bed while you sleep so that they don't like crack their head open. That's a good idea. All right. Well, now that we've possibly figured out how to get Jenna a nap, um, <laughs> let's talk about um, our big question of the day, which is actually just a big question always for moms is, can you be a great parent and a great employee or entrepreneur at the same time? Because many of us, like you, Sarah, um, like need and want to go to work, but the guilt and sacrifice that's brought along with it 
you know, greatly affects us. Mm-hmm. You're someone who, um, you're a single mother, you've grown an incredible business, and we would love for you to tell us and our listeners what your experience um, with all of this has been like. I am lucky in that my team really respects my boundaries when it comes to my child. Mm-hmm. So, and that was not always the case. For a very long time, I was a real workaholic. Even when Julia was like a baby, I would sit there and breastfeed and work. And Julia's dad so wisely said to me, let this baby, if nothing else in the world gets you to stop working so like ferociously, let this baby slow you down. You have a responsibility. And I don't care if your business suffers, our baby can't suffer. And that was such a fantastic wake-up call. So what I did was, and I think a lot of us moms who work, we feel like we have to deliver so well on our jobs and we have to deliver to our children and our families. And I had a really honest, like, come to Jesus or Buddha or unicorns or whatever with my team. And I was like, listen, I really need space to be a mom. So that means now from like 8am until like one, I am not working unless something is really wrong. But also we make lip products. We are not solving the world. So whatever's really wrong can probably wait until 1pm. And they were so receptive to that like transparency And then also I granted that to everyone. I was like, let's all give that to each other. Mm -hmm. So if you need to go walk your dog every morning, or if your life depends on, you know, some health treatment that really matters to you, Godspeed, I don't care when you work. And that just became our culture like four years ago. So you were ahead of the curve on that one. You know what, Jenna? It was like survival because I was not doing it well. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, business owners would just be selfish and do that for themselves, but not give that to their employees. And you obviously thought that you can't do it for yourself unless you offer this to everyone. Like, how could that even be fair? And that's just so respectful because I have witnessed a lot of CEOs, some that I've even worked for that take their precious time and can take all the time in the world that they need to do the things that they need. But if someone, one of their employees does it, it's a big no-no. And what kind of example is that to set? So you've set a really amazing example. Absolutely. Because parenting takes time and money and so does your work. So they're like, in there lies the conflict of, you know, our time spent earning or our time invested in parenting. They're both valuable and they're both important. And I think that, like Jenna said, you're way ahead of the curve, but also so much kudos to you for recognizing that your employees could mean the same thing, children or not, you know, for, for just their mental health and well-being. Because I'm assuming then your company was moving even smoother when everyone was meeting their own needs. Too. Yes. Yes. And like we have night owls on our team. Mm-hmm. My head of operations really needs to like jog in the morning and like have coffee. And she works best after 10 a.m. And I am virtually useless after 11 a.m. 
So like, it doesn't matter. We catch up when we can. And like everyone, I think putting that like pressure valve off and everyone kind of coming out with their, this is what I need for me, like opened up the floodgates. And then we're like, oh, I really needed yoga. Oh, my child really needs me to read to them at 9am or they lose their shit, you know? And so it just, or like my dog has a thyroid problem and I want to address it. And we're like, game on, you know? So it really did help. Also, I get to involve Julia in my work. So she is, she has just learned in the last couple of years that she is our largest shareholder besides me. She owns 10% of my company and she takes it very seriously. So I began bringing her to the office and like, that was a big deal because I wanted her to see where I go and it made office work messy and sometimes she would throw tantrums and I'd be like well this meeting is just blown to shit sorry uh gotta go deal with the tantrum and but it didn't matter because she got to see what I was doing and I think then she didn't feel bad when I left for work because she knew where I was going and she knew our people and now it's like this fun thing for her where like I'll sit there and mix lip gloss colors together and she'll mix lip gloss colors with me and she feels involved so I think there's also this thing with, with momming and working where you kind of feel like your kids should just be with you and then you're only, you're just with them. Um, and then your work is like the separate thing. And I've just given up on that. So like she may very well come into any podcast. She may pop Great. up and, and need a, a sandwich. And we encourage that because we love the reality. Like we want our moms to hear that, you know, we're like, my kids are probably in the other room and they're going to bang on the door any second. And that's just like real life. There's nothing perfect about what me and Jamie are doing or you um, at all. Jen and I want to tell you guys all about elderberry super immune soft melts. All Child Life Essential Vitamins are non-GMO, they're gluten-free, no artificial colors, flavors, fillers, or sweeteners, allergen-free, and pediatrician-developed. Child Life Essential Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts provide a unique combination of immune-boosting ingredients in each tasty tablet for optimal immune support. Yep, they're formulated with ingredients that are clinically proven to result in fewer missed school days. There's zero sugar and they won't stick to their teeth. And most importantly, they're kid approved with their delicious natural berry flavor. Exactly. And you guys, sick days are inevitable, but elderberry super immune soft melts may protect little ones and blossom their immune response. So get 10% off Child Life products on iHerb.com, US only. Expires 631 2021. Again, 10% off Child Life product on iHerb.com. Put Mama Said for the code. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. How did you even come up with this lip scrub and, and lip glosses? I just want to know about your products because I think it's so cool that you honed into making our lips look beautiful. Um, okay, so it was 2005. I was working at ESPN. Yeah which is my background. I was trained to work in, in media. Um, but I was surrounded by all these people that were really awesome at sports and media. And I was like, just good enough. But I knew I was really lucky to have this job and I'd worked hard for this job and like, you know, don't blow it. And it's pretty secure and whatever. But what I really loved at night. And again, I think it's like this merging of your worlds and this like honesty about who you really are. Like at ESPN, it wasn't cool to talk about beauty. Mm. 
It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. cool to talk about like Allure magazine or um, eye cream. And I actually really love that stuff. Yeah. And I didn't tell people that I watched Sports Center from a bubble bath, you know? Okay. <laughs> um, but what I really loved was beauty. And I kept reading beauty editors say to exfoliate your lips with a toothbrush, a baby toothbrush. And I didn't have a baby at that time. So I was like, what is a baby toothbrush? Do baby <laughs> babies brush their teeth? Um, yeah. So I Googled lip scrub because I'm also a scrubber. Like my dermatologist is like, you need to just leave yourself some skin. You know, I'm a scrubber and I'm a lip product lover, you know? And so I Googled lip scrub because I kept reading this from all these awesome beauty editors. And I'm like, wait, there's a product for everything. How is there not a lip scrub? Mm -hmm. Googled it in 2005, no results, zero. Like there's a result for everything, you know? Um, And then Elon, Julia said, and I just began plugging in hilarious stuff to like prove that there was a result for everything. And there was, except for lip scrub. So I was like, wait, if there is not a lip scrub that I can purchase at a store, I'm going to make it in my kitchen. Yeah. And if you know me, nothing comes from my kitchen except baked goods. <laughs> so like, um, and plated takeout. And so <laughs> I went to my kitchen, whipped up like sugar, essential oils, all from like Whole Foods. And I lived in New Haven, Connecticut at the time. So our store was Stop and Shop, like oh. not like Ralph's. And um, whipped up this concoction that I was obsessed with, and I would like eat it, and I'd like slather on my lips, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the thing, this is the one, and I just was obsessed with it. And then I handed it out to like a bunch of like my sisters and my parents, and and every girl I knew, and they all loved it. But then I was like, maybe you just love it because you love me. <laughs> but I really felt that it worked. Yeah. And I was like, this is something. Problem was, then I took it to labs on the East Coast. I love men. And some of my favorite team co- cohorts are men. But these labs were owned by men who have owned labs for decades. Mm. And I was 25. And I was like, literally laughed out of rooms. I was called adorable. Mm. I was called crazy. And they all said some version of the same thing, which was, um, we make cosmetics for the big guys. And I was like, do you mean the big girls? And they were like, we make cosmetics for the big guys. We make cosmetics for really big companies. They've never asked for this. So if they've never asked for this, you're probably crazy. Like, why would we listen to you? What's your name anyway? And we're making it for all these really big companies. They don't even think about this. So why would they? And I was like, that's why we should. It's called white space. It's called a hole in the market. Let's do it. And no one believed. And you know who believed in me? Soccer moms Mm. in New Jersey. And I took it to this one lab, this really great guy kind of believed in me, but he was like, we don't even have the machinery because it's not a thing. And I was like, listen, if you don't, I get it. I get it. Um, Just take this home to your wife and give it to everyone at soccer this weekend, tomorrow on Saturday. And if they don't like it, don't call me back. Yeah. He called me on Monday. He's like, oh, Sarah, my wife and all of her girlfriends went crazy for it. (sighs) I guess we have to make it. (laughs) oh my god I love it women women showed up for me and turned that tide and then I proceeded to break a ton of machinery in this very big lab (laughs) and I had no money to pay for it and he was like John he was like Sarah you just broke a really expensive piston from Germany 
Oh my God. And I was like, for sure, let's look for another piston. I can't pay you. And also I'm going to, I'm going to make a lot more and we're going to find the right piston. And he was like, oh my God. And then it took off. Wow. So he was like, your John was the guy who (laughs) ultimately believed in you and like started your company with you or started making the reason he and his wife and a bunch of moms at soccer on a Saturday. Do you still talk to John? Um, I do. I ping him all the time. And like, he's just kind of like hanging out. He's still in manufacturing, but he's like moved around. And he, he is very clear that like, he's the reason that we got to, that we got to do this. Yeah. And he was like, you know, number 15 on my list of meetings. He was like the 15th meeting. Wow. And so now where can, where can people purchase your lip products? All right. So I'm supposed to say sarahap.com, which I always forget about. We do have a website. Um, Great. But I always think of our partners. Like tonight I'm going on QVC. We sell at Ulta. We sell at Blue Mercury. We sell at Indie Boutiques in like so many cities. So if you have an Indie Boutique in downtown, wherever you live, please go. And maybe it's a clothing store or maybe it's an apothecary. But if you have an Indie Boutique, wherever, we're probably there, like at the cash wrap. So like go to your Indies. Wow. that I, I love supporting Indie and mom and pop shops. I mean, I would, I would rather buy my makeup from there over, you know, Bloomingdale's any day. Yes. Although, although I love movies too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you recognize the, the heart and soul and care and passion that's put into it more than, more than anyone. And you, because you've been there yourself. And I think you are really lucky to have your daughter's dad recognize what you needed to do so that you wouldn't maybe go down the road later of burnout or guilt, whether it was pertaining to your work or your child. But, you know, I go back to a lot of the times on this subject, like what Sheryl Sandberg said, right? That women, women think about how they'll manage work and family before they even have kids, right? But a successful man um, is, is, shown that he has more children. The more success he has, the more children he'll have. And successful women are the opposite. Mm. If they'll have less children, the more successful they are. And successful men are seen as likable and strong providers. And successful women are seen as less likable and neglectful caregivers. How do we change this course? Like, how do we change this view? Because you had a supportive partner and you have you know, you're the entrepreneur, you're the, you're the, you're the person that's saying what goes. And by the way, how inspiring to all our moms out there that have an idea or want to be an entrepreneur, you like look to Sarah of how to run things, my God, because people will respect you and want to work harder. But then it like led me down this rabbit hole because I'm not in this position. I, you know, I come in and out of work acting wise and I'm well supported with a husband and a nanny. Um, but like for women that are in the work field, like how do we, address this guilt and this like concern of being a good mom and a good employee um, and be successful at both, which you look, you can't be crazy successful at both at the same time. We right. Have- Go ahead. I tend to be really nice and I want to make everyone in the room feel good. Uh-huh. Right. And I want everyone to feel like seen and, and heard. And I want to say things in a kind way. I have learned that women don't ask each other those questions. I would never say, Jamie, Jenna, how do you do it? Because guess what? I have a pretty good idea of how you do it. Yeah. You know, we all do it. 
again, I'm not trying to throw shade on men, but it is the men that ask that question in a room. So I have said a few times and made things very awkward of a man who's like, oh God, you just flew here from um, LA, right? And, and you're divorced and, and you have a daughter or a son and um, how do you do it? And you're going on at 3 a.m. tonight. How do you do it? And I'm like, would you, would you ask like your male guest that? Yeah. Yeah. No. I've asked that a couple times and it makes things deeply awkward. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a matter of turning that conversation around and realizing that it, it's not an okay question because you're implicitly saying that I'm probably doing something wrong. You're not really in awe of what I'm doing. You just kind of think I'm dropping something. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And I've asked that question probably two to three times, I think, in the last year. I've gotten, like, so sick of it that I've just said that. Like, I'm happy to answer that and tell you the logistics of my life. But, but do you ask men that who come in and they have four kids and they have um, a wife or no wife and they are also doing exactly the job that I'm doing? Yeah. Yep. You should just be like, if someone asks you, you should just be like, I'm a badass bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Right. Like, right. You know? Right. Or also, Jenna, I have that sweatshirt. Is that the great? Yeah, duh. Always. Uniform. I can't believe I'm not wearing it right now. I even have that shade. Um, <laughs> so also, I think it's fine to say, you know what? I don't actually do it all that well. I'm actually missing PTA night tonight at school, yeah. and I'm sad about that. And you're sacrificing things, but it doesn't mean you're any less of a mother because you're sacrificing things no. to, to fucking build a, a great business. Sacrificing right. things doesn't mean you're dropping the ball. It means you're choosing wisely right. what you need to do in order to get your shit done. And sacrificing with work doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't, you don't have to have kids to figure out how to sacrifice. Sometimes you, your family is more important, your partner or your girlfriends. So I think it's about, it's it, the only way that we can really flip the script on this is just to empower women and give the confidence that you have in a room to be like, you're fucking asking me that. Did you ask the guys? Like give them the confidence. And I think it's like what you're saying. Sometimes you miss things. Like I, I want, I, wasn't sure if I was going to take a job because I was going to miss this big Halloween parade. It was like a, one episode on a television show. They were going to fly me to Hawaii to do it. My baby was just nine months. I was like ready to go back to work. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do this for me. I missed Halloween. I FaceTimed with him while he got ready. I, you know, I was supposed to be the, the candy mom at school that day and all that kind of stuff. But then the next month I snuck in to somehow be, you know, volunteer art and science. And then that's all he talked about for weeks. And, you know, he made it work. Yeah. I remember when you did that, Jay. It was awesome. Thanks. Well, the important thing is, I think, how do we empower these moms, right? Well, first it's finding a partner, whether that's a partner, like you're the father or whatever kind of partner it is, or your nanny or your girlfriend, whoever helps support your mom, whoever you have in your life, then I think it's division of labor. I think we have to, we have to take our hands off certain things. Like I know for me, I'm a hands-on mom in the way that like, I want to be the one that's there for everything, but I had to come to a point where I realized I just can't. And my kids are still going to know that I'm their mom and they can come to me for everything. But like, I don't, I don't have to be at every pickup 
or at every drop off, like they're not going to think less of me. And I'm, I'm also fulfilling other parts of me when I'm not there and delegating, delegating work. Like I, whenever I wasn't working, I thought I had to do it all and I would burn out and then I wasn't like a very kind mom. So it's okay to ask other people that we always forget to ask for help. Yes. Yes. Whether you have kids or not, like, you know, you can be single and have foot surgery and you still don't ask your girlfriends to bring you dinner. Correct. 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 Yeah. So I think it's just like, I mean, we talk about it all the time, the village from when they're newborn to like, that never goes away no matter how old your kids get. No, no. And, and I also think it teaches your kids that you're not a superhero. Correct. You can emotionally be a superhero for them, but I will often say to Julia, Julia, I am one mommy and I am doing my very best and I'm doing my very best and I am tired today and I'm trying to figure out how to do the stuff we committed to together, but like something might have to give and I am one mommy and I'm doing my best or I am, I need to feed myself right now. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to do the puzzle because I really need to just take 20 minutes and really feed myself. You may eat with me or not. But like, I think that notion of like parents being perfect and hitting every mark, what are we teaching our kids then that they have to be superheroes? Yep. And that, and that, and that there's conflict, there's disappointment. This is just life. It's going to happen. Yeah. Our kids are going to be real rattled if we overextend ourselves and, and, and like, I have a friend who recently told me that like her parents never fought in front of her and that they never raised their voice at her. And now as an adult, whenever there's any conflict, she panics. Yes. So unfamiliar. And like, well, I'm not saying like that. I'm like, you know, my husband and I are like in the fucking octagon every day. Like, (laughs) but we, we go there sometimes, especially during quarantine, but they also, we always make sure that they see us make up, even if we're really, not ready to yet like we'll do that because yeah and we my sons learn to apologize to me because sometimes even when I lose my shit or I disappointed him or something you know I'll always say sorry and now he'll come around when he's misbehaved or he hit his brother and come up to me like I'm sorry and I'm like great good behavior you're modeling it for that's the best thing we can do modeling human behavior human human and humans fight and humans disagree and humans little kids hit each other and we all apologize and you're so right that like god forbid they go to high school and realize probably their parents were fighting behind closed doors what yeah probably everyone isn't a kind unicorn who wants to invite them to every party right like let's yeah facing that stuff together and glennon doyle said the best thing that like has been my like north star and Julia's dad's North Star. It is not our job. And I definitely felt this during pregnancy seven years ago or eight years ago or whatever, whenever I was pregnant. I felt that it was my job to protect my daughter, my my uterus and my daughter from all pain and make her life loved and nurtured and bubbled. And Glennon Doyle said, it is not our job to protect our kids from pain. It is our job to walk them through it. Oof. Amen. Great. That's, we're not there to protect them. We're there to walk them through it. That's amazing. So like when Juliet, when something really hurts her or she's really disappointed or she really does want one house, she has had 
two houses since she was a year and a half. Yeah. She deeply wants one house Mm because she loves her mom and she loves her dad and she misses us. And we share her 50-50. We do a lot together, but also she goes to two houses. Right. And I felt so guilty about that for so long. And then I realized this is her pain. Yeah. This is her pain. And I had different pain when I was five and six. Yeah. I had depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and my mom couldn't fix it for me, but she walked me through it. And so with Julia, our goal is just not to make a better or to move back into one house because like, (laughs) it's just to say, this is hard and this makes us sad and we miss you and you miss us and we can do hard things. Yeah. Together. I can't wait to see. Only going to make her stronger. Yeah. I can't wait to see who Julia become because of what you guys are doing with her. Truly. That's such an example because it, it, you do as a mom, especially you just want to fix it. You want to make it better. You want to take their pain away, but this is, this is what's best for your family and it's hard and you're recognizing that you're not taking that away from her. No, no, we don't. We don't tell her, we don't tell her it's going to be different. We don't tell her she shouldn't feel sad or that it's awesome. She has two houses. Like she doesn't like it. She likes it sometimes. Sometimes it's so fun. Um, but other times it really hurts her. And I'm like, that's cool too. Cause your mood changes. Yeah. 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 And, and you're also, you've also created a safe space for her to be able to articulate what she's feeling. You know, that's yeah. not always easy for kids to understand like what's making them upset. And I think that that's another thing of leading by example of, of explaining why my, my son will always ask me, he's like, are you mad at me? Are you in a bad mood? I'm like, no, bud, I'm just having a hard day. It has nothing to do with you. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, get used to it with women. All right. Just when you see that, just walk away. <laughs> well, and then he's going to go to school and realize that if some kid is being a jerk, it doesn't necessarily have to do with him. Yeah. Maybe the kid's just having a bad day. Right. Yeah. Anyone's anger, I always feel like, is is just directed from their own pain, and that's yeah. something Absolutely. that. We can but I think yeah. I think it's is has has this co-parenting um, with Julia's dad been something that's been like trial and error? Did you discuss it and kind of lay it out? How how did that work? So we were together for fifteen years. We met at USC. We were college sweethearts. Um, we had a strong fourteen years. We had a bad fifteenth year. Yeah. Um, and, um, we divorced when Julia was a year and a half, which seemed crazy. I remember taking her to preschool at the age of three and asking the principal, I'm like, are there any other divorced families in our school? And she said, no, cause our school was like preschool. Right. She's yeah. like, no. And I was like, okay. She's like, because you know, most people don't get divorced when kids are this young. And I'm like, Okay. Um, we did. So we had a really bad 15th year and we had a year long divorce. It was really difficult. Um, I hired Laura Wasser to be a killer. And then I realized she's like a peacemaker. She's not a killer. Wow. She's a peacemaker. And she taught me how to put Julia first and make peace with Julia's dad. And she was part therapist, part lawyer. And she walked me through so much and she was like, yeah, I mean, I will love her forever. And I probably should have paid her for like therapy bills too, you know? Um, she was like, listen, you are, you are co-parents now. You are not married. Let go of all her, all ego focus on the good. You spent 14 years together and that was not a mistake. And you're going to spend the rest of your life together if you're lucky. 
and all that matters is her. And so we had a very bad year together where we both were able to keep it together for Julia. We still went to all the parent-teacher things, and we still had family dinner together, and we were both very good actors, which is helpful. And, um, and then in year two, we started going to co-parenting therapy. Because Laura was also like, now you need – we were in therapy before the divorce. But yeah. she was like, you need therapy just as much now because now you need therapy not about fixing your marriage yeah. but about being a family. Yeah. So we went to therapy about that. And, guys, it's been, like, such a work in progress. I mean, like, now we're at the point where I will just text him the most hilarious stuff that only he would appreciate. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a 15-year-old joke. Yeah. and. And I'll just pick up the phone, which I don't know, like, I'm terrified of the phone. I find the phone to be an assault. Like, if you call me, I think your kid is in the emergency room. And my heart starts beating. We, we all know Jenna Rammel, right? Of Jenna's Kitchen. Yeah. Sometimes I will see a text that says, like, um, are you there? And I will just send it to her and be like, Jenna, heart attack. Why, why do they hate me? And she's oh like, you have just taken years off of my life. I don't know what to say to you. I can't help you. Go save yourself. Yeah. So, but I will now pick up the phone only to Julia's dad and be like, oh my God, I have got to tell you this story. And that's where we've gotten, but it took five years. Yeah. Five years to become real friends where I love him like a brother and he is my best friend and he is the most magical father to her. And we both acknowledge where we suck and luckily we compliment each other. Mm. Wow. Well, it took a long time. I think you are such an example of, um, just success in just be in being self-reflective and honest and open and ready to make mistakes and figure it out as you go and involving your daughter in this process. And I think this is inspiring to all moms who are going through all of the things, whether it's working, divorce, being a single mom, um, thank you so much for sharing so candidly like your all your experiences with this because it's really inspiring and amazing. And we always hate to leave the episode with shitty mommy, but we're gonna take a quick break and make you explain because we've talked about how you're a kick-ass mom, but now we're gonna make you share a shitty mommy, if you don't mind. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The holidays are here, which means all of my favorite traditions, all of my favorite meals, all of my favorite baking, all of my favorite family coming to visit. So I got to get my linens ready. My dish towel is looking good, pulling out those blankets, but it also means a lot of stains coming up, a lot of kids going around, smelly things, holiday workout regimens, trying to beat those treats that we're eating. So I always include... OxyClean and you should too. So please go to oxyclean.com slash try me to work your magic with OxyClean and their odor blasters and order a free sample. That's oxyclean.com slash T-R-Y-M-E. Try me to work your magic with OxyClean. Use their odor blasters. They get out all the stains will look just like new. And again, get your free sample, oxyclean.com slash try me. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back. Sarah, give us your best shitty mommy. Shitty mommy. Okay, this is by far my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> I, I would listen to you girls no matter what. 
but I specifically listen for this because, because it's coffee for me. It's like yes. coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like I can be tired and then I hear this part and I'm like, yes, that's so shitty, you know, and I love it. So kudos to you for having this moment. And yesterday, my head of social media, Danielle, she's so awesome. She is so young. She's like 12. And she was like, oh, they're going to, you know, ask you the shitty mommy part. And I'm like, yeah, that's basically why I'm doing this podcast. Like, have you listened to it? And she's like, oh, great, great, great. Okay, so we, this was during quarantine, like the beginning of quarantine. You know when you start going back to like weird conversations that you would not have? Yeah. Yeah, Like they're so weird. So we began talking about like the Amish because QVC is shot in very close to Amish country. Yeah. And Julia comes with me and we go through it and like, you know, she sees like, so we were talking about the Amish. Wait, where? Philadelphia? suburban it's like not even philadelphia it's like deep philadelphia right it's deep pennsylvania yeah because my husband is from uh philly he's from havertown yeah 45 minutes out of his uh where he's from is amish town yeah so he is from the suburbs and then you drive 45 minutes and there are there are carriages and buggies yes Yes. crazy right so awesome so we're talking about that and um and the power went out and Julia goes, mommy, are we Amish? Ah. And I was like, no, but let's talk this through. So yeah. you guys, I begin explaining to her a world with no iPads, no phones. And she goes, mommy, whoa, 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 does that mean no YouTube? And I was like, okay, no, back it up. We are, you're, we need to back this up. And yeah. I was like, come sit with me and let's talk, which to a six and a half year old is a punishment. Yeah. Right. Like suddenly they are just so in trouble and they don't want to be there and they wish they never opened this can of worms. So I was like, come sit with me and let's talk about Amish country. And she goes, so we go through the whole thing about like no electricity, no phones, like a different lifestyle. Um, And she goes at the very end. So I think we've really gotten through some stuff, really had a good conversation, you know? Okay. But mom, how did they order dinner? Oh my God. Which means Julia thinks dinner comes through the phone. Right. Which means I don't cook. My (laughs) child does not see me cook. I've also taken pride in the fact that she is friends with our Postmates delivery people. Yes. Erica and Raymond are like, hey guys. You have registers? That's so cool. Yes. I go on Postmates and like my order is actually there. Like I don't even have to add the notes. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So like I have taken so much pride in like our friendship with them and they're fun and they always like talk to us through the window. Now I've realized that it really just means that I literally mail in all food. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? She's being fed. Yeah. Yes. And she's kind of feed herself now. Yes. You know, she knows the people to bring it to her. She knows how to do it. She knows her order. I think these are skills that are going to serve her in life. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Um, what are your shitty moments? Oh, endless. Um, I said fuck by accident to Bo yesterday when I was talking. Yeah. Oh, I said, all I was like, That's fucking ridiculous. And he looked at me with <laughs> I was like, oh God. I always say, what the, and Milo finishes it. He goes, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> And 
I like, I love it so much. Yeah, I I never yeah. It stop. I'm like, <laughs> is there anything funnier than hearing Milo say fuck? There's not. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And then I like whip out my phone and I have my husband be like, don't do that, but do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I want to see it again. And I want to watch it on repeat after he falls asleep. Uh, duh. That's what I always do. I, I mean, like, it's the best. What's yeah. the it is the best. Uh, well, Sarah, you're a dream. Thank you so much for coming on and being with us. I adore you. Um, also, yes, her lip products are hap.com, QVC, Ulta. Check your local beauty stores. They probably have it. It's the best products. Jenna. Thank you. I, I need to know something. Are, are you in Larchmont Beauty Supply Store? Yes. Okay, I'll be I'll be going today to buy some. Thank you very much. Jenna, Jenna they sell out for us. They oh. are like I was in there pre-quarantine and they like didn't have any in stock. They were like, Yeah, we can't keep it in stock. And they were one of the first stores to ever buy from me like 15 years ago. I love them. Wonderful. Love them so much. I love them. And if they don't have it, also send me your addresses. I will send you the product, obviously. Um also, I had a so I don't lose things very much except for in the last week I have lost my favorite jacket. No, no. idea where. Oh. And I think I left it in the sand. Cool. And then I also lost. You guys did the collab with Abel. Yeah. Yes. You sent me the necklace. Yeah. Like the mama said, Abel yes. necklace. I wear it. What? Like I have one little necklace that has Julia's initials on it, and then I wear that all the time. Wait, what did it say on it? Did it say off? Mama said, Mama. I have another one, I think. Oh, send it to her. I'll send it to you. I lost it. And I am like, I was reorganizing my jewelry the other day because that was the only thing I could like accomplish. You know, I was like, today I'm going to reorganize my jewelry and I'm going to feel so proud. Yeah. I did it. And I was like, where is my favorite necklace? Oh. I'll send you another one. I would love it. I would love it. I would love it because my heart like sunk and it is probably also in the sand with my favorite jacket yeah exactly it probably well, that happened to mine too that's what happened to mine too well i have like a you know a, a crazy like basically chimpanzee that i take care of named jack and he he rips yeah. my necklaces off all the time yes children love it doesn't matter if they're babies or they're 12 they love to rip stuff off yeah. of your neck yeah. yeah it's it's you know they 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 can grab you from it if you move fast uh, all right. Well, we're going to get that back to you. Um, you guys get your lips right with all of Sarah's products, and we are going to leave you with a mama set. Remember, mama set, successful mothers are not the ones that never struggled. They are the ones that never gave up despite the struggles. Great. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Alex Inber, Will Sterling, and Steve Delamater. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Progressive Insurance. Get a quote online at Progressive.com in as little as five minutes and see how much you could be saving. OxyClean. Go to OxyClean.com slash try me, try dash me for a free sample. Child Life Essentials Elderberry Super Immune Soft Melts. For 10% off, use the code Mama Said on iHerb.com. Gen 4 Theragun. Go to theragun.com slash mama right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. B-A-T-A. Go to B-A-T-A and enter code mama said to get $20 off just about anything. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. 
Hi, everyone. This is Jillian with Court Junkie. Court Junkie is a true crime podcast that covers court cases and criminal trials using audio clips and interviews with people close to the cases. Court Junkie is available on Apple Podcasts and podcastone.com.